This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Rum, do you hear something? Yeah, what is that? It's a bird. No, it's a plane. No, it's not that. Ooh, it's the best of the buzz with Bill. Is that right, eh? It's a good sign of things to come. Commentary on trending headlines with veteran AMI producer Bill Shackleton. Well, now. Billy! I say Shack. Yep, I'm back. A sweet success story turned sour as candy maker is forced to give away a hundred and I think it's a hundred and thirty thousand candy bars. So oh, this hold is on a, a second now. Ooh, yeah, this is a story about a candy maker in Alberta that made the the Cuban lunch. They brought they bought the rights to the rum and butter. You know those rum and butter bars that you used oh, to be able shucks. to buy. Yes, yes. Haven't ha- haven't had one of those in. 30 years, I guess. No, no, I didn't know they existed. Well, they they, basically, they bought, I mean, Cadbury stopped uh, making them. So this company bought out the rights to them. So unfortunately, what has happened is they started making them and then the pandemic hit. So they were forced to retool after the pandemic. And basically, they started making these bars. And now... They have a gluttony of bars they have to get rid of because the expiration date is in June. So, oh, gosh. And let me put this in a proper perspective. If you line them up, you're talking seven kilometers of chocolate bars. Um, if you're talking, you could give everyone in the city of Red Beer, Red Deer, sorry, a, um, um, a chocolate bar. You could say, give everybody in the Rogers Center for a sold-out playoff game a bar, yeah. and 26 wow. sold-out WestJet flights, and My still goodness. have. It's really amazing. 41,000 bars, basically. They're that, giving away. Yeah. Where do we line up? I don't even remember if I like those, but I'd still line up. Oh, I what for, is, what's the on. bar Did again? you like those? Rum and butter. Uh, uh, yeah, rum and butter. It doesn't sound very appealing to me. I don't oh, think I'm well, lining up for that. The well, that's problem with Shaq. Sorry. Well, well, yeah. You know what the problem is? Apparently, Canadians aren't in love with retro chocolate, which is why it isn't. They aren't selling. Oh no! And why we aren't? It's, All people retro talk chocolate. Like they are I feel here. like maybe the good ones. You know. <laughs> yeah. Stop picking some know. of the niche ones that half of us don't remember. But it's true though, yeah. because you don't hear anyone talk of like bar sixes and stuff like that, do you, Billy? No. But yet God, there is a place here in London, right now? Uh, Toronto, that sell this stuff, but. These ones, I forgot totally about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I ever had them. Maybe just keep it classic, you know, Kit Kat. Yeah. No, I, I but want But they still them. exist. I, want, I know. I'm not I talking retro at all anymore. Just pick something that you oh. know will sell. Yeah. Well, their mis- the mistake what they is? made was, was putting the expiration date. Apparently, you don't have to in this country. I don't think so. With, with chocolate they bars did. like that? What? what? <laughs> so what? why but would yeah, they do that? Yeah, chocolate expires. It's gross. Does it? Well, yes. Have you tried yeah, to eat think, Halloween chocolate a year later because you know it's next oh, Halloween and you're like, it's hard, but it's not. It's hard, but it's not poisonous. Gross. Well, it's not poisonous, yeah. but it doesn't no, taste good just, anymore. Throw well, it what's going to happen? What's going to happen? <laughs> it's it's Canadian, dated. How team? do you know? It's, yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, there's right. been like some chocolate here at the office that you know every yeah. couple of weeks or every month or so we go in and think, 
you know, who's willing to eat another piece of this chocolate? Trust me, we've all stopped. It's not good. I've got chocolate from last Easter. It's fine. Oh, my God, Billy. He, he, but he takes that care is, of it, Rum. If you go leaving you chocolate around an office of chocolate? by not putting it where the chocolate sun gets to it, warms bad. it up, and then it goes back to there being harder. There was no sun in the office chocolate, and neither in my Halloween chocolate for years. But I'm telling then you. Then you're fussy. That's what Billy would no, say. Billy, man. You guys don't know what bad chocolate tastes like? What's going no. on here? No. No. Okay. I know All what right. hard chocolate tastes like. That's bad to me. It's like it uh, too hard. Oh. I don't know. I'll find a I'll find a word throughout the show to describe what licorice old Billy would tell like. you that's old. If you let licorice oh, yeah, get that's all hard. old and that's hard. hard, his teeth fall out of his head when he bites it. Like that 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 yeah. would be <laughs> ill style. That's old. That's garbage. That's black licorice. When you can hear licorice, it you can crack. smell when it's no longer edible. Well, black licorice to me is never edible. Well, but, that's true. You know, I that's, agree. That's kind of my opinion. <laughs> Red licorice is not really licorice, anyways. Yeah. Shoelace licorice bill. That stuff mm. used to always be good. The shoelace stuff. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were the rum and butter like though, Bill? I don't remember. Well, they were they were um like artificial rum and artificial butter and, and oh, it was called the Cuban lunch. It was worse by the yeah. day. They artificial. called it the Cuban lunch. They called it the Cuban lunch and because ah. of the rum and butter from Gosh. Cuba. Yeah. Right. I think that's yeah. And the, the fake uh, rum and, and fake butter from Cuba. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. All right. Now, now we're not worried about it kind of encouraging children by calling it rum and butter, but we're worried about it's yeah. old, man. The stuff's gone uh, bad because you put like a date on it. It's like ice cream, right? Like, it's just uh, I cultural, guess, maybe. I guess. Do they still have that kicking around, too? Yeah. Rum and raisin ice cream? Call that? Exactly. Oh, rum That's and raisin. My God. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. He mixes that I with his burger. I shouldn't be having that. No. No way. Be, uh, That'll no. give you a real But you could if you wanted to. Pretty sure that, uh, pretty sure that Baskin Robbins carries it still. Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. And the moose tracks, Bill. You can mix that with the moose tracks. Have your, uh, r- you know, butternut raisin, uh, rum and butter. Um, Shaq, really interesting when you talk about the retro candy because we have places that are selling that stuff, you know, or saying they are, and and whatever names things have changed because that's also been a, I notice a thing because they've had to change some of the inappropriate names of some of the candies yeah, that right. people would have. Um, but you still, they know people still want that. So I don't know. I, I think there's out there a lot of people ordering stuff. We've talked about it here on the show, people ordering from the places that have the retro candy. And and I, I would assume chocolate's in there, but as someone says, it gets old. So maybe that retro is too literally retro mm-hmm. and hard and yeah. stale chocolate. Boston for this one. Bottle Battle, Boston talks about banning tiny, uh, quite a tongue twister, bottles of booze. Tiny so bottles talking, of booze. Yeah. Bill wouldn't so, be interested in these. That's why. You've lost well, that time. You have to explain what's going on here. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's we're talking about the 1.7 or 3.4 ounces. And basically what they're, they're planning, they want, the city council is proposing to ban them. They're saying that underage people can get them, are are getting them. This is like the and, what, sample size? Like the, yeah, the size well, you would get on call, an airplane? Call, yeah, I think so. That kind of, okay. I think so, okay. yeah. And basically, 
they're afraid that people for underage people are getting them uh people are alcoholics and getting them and they're basically throwing them out the window and there's a couple of interesting statistics when it comes to this um in Chelsea they are they have noticed a re, quite a reduction in alcohol related police calls where police have been called and I, I mean personally I think I mean I like the little I like the little ones because I don't want to buy a big bottle and I like the fact that I put it in my pocket and I kind of like the idea of I want one or two so good thing you don't drive put it in your pocket yeah, and go thing, the putting it in my pocket part was a little bit interesting to throw in there, but um, I don't know how this is going to help the bigger picture. I'm just not understanding know. the connection. And the, and the part about throwing it out the window, what is that? Uh, tackling littering? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, that's what feels they like a say. Stretch. Feels like a stretch. This whole argument feels like stretch. Maybe it's too much, not enough recycling of these bottles. Maybe yeah, like, <laughs> adding okay, the little bring bottle the empties. The landfill. Let's encourage that. Yeah. I yeah. don't think like okay, just the size of the bottle is this concerning to all of these big picture issues like underage drinking and littering and whatever else. I I feel like there's an underlying thing we're Man, not. Talking I get about. just get a such a lap out of you two. You can tell you're both not head over heels it's, over this idea, are you? No, not no, really, Kelsey. No, no. <laughs> no. There, there is there is a Canadian angle to the well, of course. Okay. as you guys a know, a money angle. Start, no, uh, no, I don't think so. All right. It's more of an availability. Um, as you know, liquor stores in this are regulated by the province. And from what I've been right. able to find out in this province, there is a limited supply. Like you can get little bottles, but there's not a lot out there sure. anyway. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Do usually it's like here? the little is that ones. Why? Like, is that, you know, like Billy, yeah, you like yeah, them. They're for, just trying to get know, rid of it because there's bottle. not enough people buying them. That's what I think, yeah. right? Be real I think with us. Saying, well, like, what are the know? real reasons? These don't sound like real reasons to me. That's what. Oh. That's what I'm thinking. My, my only thing is, Shaq, not to get personal, but how do you switch from your normal size to those little ones? Like, how many of those little ones do you drink to make up a, a full <laughs> regular on the one? Goat. Yeah, I do one or two. Okay, one or two. So see, that's what's just as, like I, it's it's for situations, Kelly. That call for yeah, it, right? that's yeah. You're Doesn't, not going to sit at reducing. home in the comfort of your own home and take out one of these little bottles. But let's say you know Billy does. You know what people do with them? They go into the back of restaurants, McDonald's, and pour it into a <laughs> oh, shot of right. that people, type of thing. People, yeah. not us. Um, no, it's going to say, how, how do you know that, Bill? Well, it's a practice well, that I just no have to see it. if it's it works. It's general knowledge, okay? <laughs> that people I, I, do. Yeah. Yeah, you're watching too much TikTok, Bill, or something. As long as you're over 19, <laughs> 21. Oh, Shaq. Well, it's yeah. interesting to see what Boston might do with people yeah, I know. to bed. It's almost like a personal affront for some people. These little bottles, why the heck would we have these? That uh, insults me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I want something big. There's something they're not telling us. No. Oh, Texas, really, they, they'd never do this in Texas. You would never find something small. Oh, God, no, 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 God, no. Everything no, here no. is Absolute big. Absolute propaganda. Yeah. Alberta, too. No way. No, no, yeah. no. Just ask Jim Crisco. He'll tell you, what is this? Oh, is this no. a tiny candle?
one from Israel, which is kind of interesting. Plants. Um, plants aren't silent. They make clicking sounds. Very interesting. Um, a group of researchers from, uh, back, by the way, this is from CNN, a group of researchers from um, Tel Aviv University put several plants, they put coffee plants, tomato plants in soundproof boxes. And what they found was, well, they cut the stems um, on some of them, and some of the plants haven't been watered in five days. So what they found, and they put these microphones in these boxes, and plants do make clicking sounds when they are in distress. Now, of course, you can't hear them um, as humans, but insects can. Um, what I found fascinating about this story is if you go to YouTube, you can hear. What they did was was they, was they turned these clicking sounds they made an algorithm of 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 what it, they sounded like, and you can hear them on YouTube. It sounds like popcorn popping. Oh, um, really amazing! They specifically, I guess, with the example of um, five days no water, they specifically were looking for stress sounds, or that yeah, was something. Right. Wow! Yeah, they were looking to see if they made stress, you know, sounds when they're stressed or yeah. unwatered or. Or, or cut dying yeah. or and these are like uh, dark boxes so maybe like you know no no sun right no yeah. light That's no right. space no oxygen um you may be wondering though where this is going i mean a lot of these you know people that do these experiments um you know what they said was it was interesting was that if you could i mean so apparently insects can talk to plants too and Plants can communicate with insects. So if you can manipulate the insect to stay away from the plant, because apparently a, a, a plant can sense if it's going to be eaten by an insect, which is really something. What if it hurts? What if it screams? Yeah, I don't know. Ow! Yeah. Ow! And they can't. Like we, we they're get not upset. mobile, we so they can't get up and no. leave, but it's like they're sensing. Yeah. It, very yeah, strange. we've always we've always known that uh, I, you know plants can talk, uh, communicate, I guess. But this is just one. It sort of proves that yeah, that, you mm. know, an extra yeah. bit of information. It feels like from this point, you know, plants have feelings isn't much of a stretch. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Really fascinating mm. stuff, and there's so much I'm sure we don't understand. We wouldn't know that. You talk about something that totally we can't communicate with in the same way. And I'm sure many yeah. out there will say, yes, I can. I can make a, well, I know what my plant's feeling or when needing this and right, that. Right. Yeah, okay, maybe water, maybe food. Like, okay, I get well, they that. They are living. Uh, maybe more sun. But yeah, but it's one of those things on the earth that we really can't ever understand pain, anything from it, right? In a lot of ways. We can assume and understand because of the fact it's living, but very interesting. I think there's something I... about the way that they did this experiment as well that makes it feel real, right? Like we're not yeah, just yeah. talking and saying, oh yeah, of course they have feelings. They're yeah. living creatures. They're saying, no, we put them in a box and we listened with a microphone and they make noise. And then it's like, oh, that's pretty serious. Clicking is really interesting.
bear breaks into vehicle and guzzles 69 cans of pop. This is oh, kind no. of interesting, yeah. I don't <laughs> know how they grief. do it. The sugar how... rush. Oh, dear. Yeah, I don't that, know. That's quite a picnic with 69 cans, oh, at least, in there. Guzzles. Um, so the story goes that there is a woman on the Sunshine Coast of BC that owns a food truck, and you, we all know what they are. Yum. So mm -hmm. she had bought all kinds of pop, I guess, for delivery to for the next day. And she was awakened by her dog at three o'clock in the morning. And apparently a bear had broken in. I mean, you might say a very sticky situation. Uh -huh. um, a sweet deal for the bear. Yeah. I mean, talk about, I mean, starting out um, with the, um, the cola and then went to the root beer and left the diet stuff, which is fussy kind of guy. Of... He's a fussy bear. Uh, he's I not know, about the aspartame. He wants the real sugar. Like their nose, right? They could probably tell. They I could guess, absolutely they still... tell real sugar from not. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> I think mean, we need a I research mean, for, study for that. For the soda company, I've got a nice commercial. And the bear passes on the diet. He the, turns his nose up. Yep, yep. Oh, I don't know. Great. They can... Sniff through through the cans. Apparently, absolutely. I, I didn't know Braille. I am there. willing to put so much money on this. Oh yeah. So, so when when she basically what she did, she tried she tried talking to him. Um, she tried reasoning with him. <laughs> she tried telling him she was a bear hunter, and didn't do any good. <laughs> Wait, so he was laughing. he was just drinking the pop while she was yeah, trying to talk him right. off. You know. His yeah, responses was a, a definite, you know, shaking of the head, grunting and belching. Down goes the next one. Uh, what a mess of her vehicle. Pop um, all over the place. Hopefully, she hopes the insurance will cover it. It got right into the steering wheel and into Ooh. the pedals and into the, you know, the gear shift lever and all this mm. sort of thing, right? Oh, God. Not good, not good. Well, he'd shake them all not, up, too. I'm curious, how did he open the cans? Like he didn't pop the tabs See, off. No, he broke them with his teeth. That's oh, okay. the interesting thing. He crushed them. <laughs> yep. I didn't think they could do it. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Especially cans now. They're so thin. What oh, does yeah, caffeine well, are, do for bears? Yeah. Like 69 cans? I mean, yeah. I don't think he got all the contents of all the cans, obviously, with this method of opening them. But a reasonable amount of caffeine and sugar. Well... And then he would just probably just lick it, like go off of whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter to him. He doesn't care where it goes. Yeah. And if it, and if he's if it's in the back, it's puddling in the the foot space in your foot well, like in your in the well there. The, yeah. He just probably went crazy. Ugh. Caffeine. Yeah. That's mm. all the way. Just the hours. Just a pop. Yeah. Just uh. Yeah. And I I I guess he just walked away. We I didn't wasn't able to find out whether <laughs> what, what? he was trapped or anything. He just walked away. I guess. Oh no, he, he would have left. And, I'm sure. He, yeah, well, yeah, where he'd be hyper for hours, any of us, he just probably went and snoozed it off. But it's interesting, too, because we would think cases of pop, well, how's a bear going to know? Or what, they wouldn't be interested in that. You'd take all the food out of there because you wouldn't want, yeah. you know, it would sniff it out. Yeah. But pop? How the heck? You know? yeah, the sugar. Know. I'm telling yeah. you. Or there was something else in there that attracted it and then when it got and in there in, you know yeah. yeah maybe he thought what it was easy it? access he didn't even know what he was going to get mm -mm. maybe he was interested in just eating up some of poultry or something a poultry not some <laughs> poultry
Mattel. Mattel introduces uh, first Barbie with Down syndrome. It's kind of, um, I like this article. It's inclusive. Um, so the the blue and white, uh, uh, yeah, the blue and orange on on the Barbie's dress and butterflies represent colors associated with Down syndrome. Um, it also has orthotics, um, which a lot of people with Down syndrome um you know where and um what is it i i think i saw sixty thousand people a year or six thousand people a year are born with down syndrome every every year in the u.s so again we're talking about uh inclusive um there are there's been other barbie dolls with um that have hearing aids i believe and this is just one another way that you know, the Barbie can teach kids about people with different disabilities. Yeah, I agree. I think that for me, what, what happens sort of with Barbie or what has happened is that we get a picture and we say, that's Barbie. And I think over time, uh, we realize that that image that was Barbie is not necessarily the perfect image. So I think Barbie has really done... Uh, a really nice job in kind of, you know, showcasing different situations and not just saying, this is Barbie, this is standard, and this represents everyone, because it quite simply just doesn't represent everyone. Nope. Um, I always wonder how people feel when we start thinking, because, you know, you always think representation. And I always go for, I always think it's a good thing because of whatever knowledge someone gets. Some of that knowledge might be just comfortable. I've always loved, you know, people say, well, I don't really necessarily feel I need to carry my cane around and bring attention to myself. I prefer it for me because I feel it speaks for me. Um, If I'm traveling and I bump someone on a street, I'm a big guy. And a lot of time that can be intimidating enough to where someone without seeing that cane might think I'm being attacked. This is happening to me or this person thinks they need all of the sidewalk and whatever. Of course I do. But, you know, the reality is not intentionally trying to be disrespectful to other people. Unfortunately, in my position, those are some of the things that I've learned in time are the thoughts that first come to people before, oh, he's got a white cane. I see the stick. Um, And I also would love that understanding so that as I approach, I'll just step a little over or let him know I'm here, you know, and say, good morning, sir, or whatever. So that he doesn't run me over Um, or maybe moves over a little bit. I think that is whether we... Are, are fans of what Barbie has stood for over the years, whether some of us with disabilities feel, hey, is this the right attention or what? There's that point that I always like to make that there's some good that comes from any of this if people interpret it and read it the right way. So I, I kind of like it. I, I can't speak for everyone and I understand and would listen to anyone's argument for, against, whatever. But I just think anything that allows people to see us as disabled people more and maybe understand just that little bit more helps. For me, and it's I the do... effort. It's the effort that Barbie is putting and saying we're trying to to broaden our horizons. And they're not pigeonholing into one situation. It would be one thing if they just kept doing, but they are expanding. Right. Are they going to be yep. perfect? No, Bill. And I think that's just the truth of the matter. We can't expect them to be perfect, and they are trying to expand their their reach of who they're uh, reaching towards. And I, I think the other point that should be mentioned is if you have Down syndrome yourself, 
is that you would perhaps be more comfortable with playing with the Barbie that you can identify with, right? You bet. Yep. And I think that goes for all of us, Bill. I know as a blind person, feel the same as a blind person. I I would feel the same and, and anything, anything that, that I feel, Hey, this person I relate to. And I've said this before about other things. um, The old TV series, Mr. Magoo. I know how offensive some people find that, how that now today would be viewed, but I also know what comfort it gave me as a child. And I can only speak for me. And and those reasons that I have are my own personal reasons as to how come I felt there's somebody there I'm seeing on TV that's me. Bill Shackleton is a usual suspect on our show, Kelly and Rumya. You can catch Shaq skulking around the studio on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at the end of the first hour of the show. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts for more of the buzz. The Best of the Buzz with Bill features Bill Shackleton, Kelly McDonald, Ramya Amuthan, and Brock Richardson of the AMI show Kelly and Ramya. The technical producers of this podcast are Matt Agnew, Jeff Ryman, and Grace Scofield. The manager of AMI-audio is Andy Frank.